0: Harris plays the ball through. It's got us in behind the defense. Just him with the keeper to beat. Wait. He passes the ball back to Elliot. Union retaining possession. <laughs> <laughs> that <No>. ain't good. <laughs> I <don't know>. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey guys, Stoopy Brothers Podcast here, presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ. And I'm Luke. It's August 5th. We're pumped. This is uh, going to be a very exciting episode. We just finished up beating up on DC United, one of the biggest games of the year. Definitely. This is episode number 28. And Luke, I'm going to pass it back to you. Well, well this is the Gaddis episode, so I will pass it back to you. Okay, thanks, man. Um, I don't know. Are you ready to go forward? In the Gaddis episode or should we pass it back? Let me pass it back to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, thanks for
1: pass back. Yeah, keep it's just, you know, hold possession here and then uh then we'll talk about
0: before the game first. Okay, before the game. Yeah. Uh so game was a Sunday, came back from a wedding and I was dropped off in DC or no, I came down with our dad. If you remember doopy Dad, he came down to the game. Yeah. um, drove a couple hours just to go to this very game, which is what we used to have to do before our very good Philadelphia Eating team was formed. Um, so we kind of reminisced of those memories. Uh, and then we met up with a guy, uh, guy who writes for The Buddley Game. You may have read his stuff, Phil Moore. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, was really great cool. Great to meet him. Um, yeah, so it was cool putting a face to a name of a writer that we like. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. then I guess we went to the stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, we, we went to Blue Jacket Brewery with them a pretty staple place for the
1: DC games we go to know.
0: Yeah, I, I had a cool experience. I met up with a buddy. He he always takes me to the DC games and I got to actually sit on the bench while the players warmed up. So that right. was that was a cool thing. Tweeted out some pictures. I was on the DC bench in a union jersey. Uh yeah, did you get any uh, any looks or anyone say anything to you? Yeah the guy yeah I got a little bit of crap. I got yeah, a little crap I'd, from uh the I'd expect who that we're running it. Um but yeah so it was fun. Uh gave Curtin a little shout out when he walked by he dapped me up or whatever, like the kids say. Um, so that was cool. And uh, so then after warm-ups, the game began. Yeah. That's and typically that's how it goes. When the fun began. That's when the fun began. Well, I mean, we did have to wait a whole three minutes, but we began. <laughs> I don't know. What? It, well, We didn't score till three minutes. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, That yeah. was dumb. Uh, you, you ruined it. Well, before the game, actually, let, let me, let's, let's before <laughs> we go forward, let's go back. <laughs> All right. So uh, curtain tinkered. With the lineup. Yeah. And, and it was much needed, and we were all kind of hoping that he would do something, and he definitely did something. Yeah, and it wasn't uh, maybe not exactly what we wanted because after last week, kind of everyone
1: was, was calling for Ray to get benched. Um, and he didn't, and he had a fine game, actually. But the other changes that he did make were um,
0: Aurelian Collins started for uh, Trusty. Which I think people were pretty okay with. I think yeah. Trusty... Was deserving of a a break and a Colin, break, we'll is, say.
1: yeah, and, and Colin is uh has always proved that he can step up and, and, and play a solid game in any game he, he uh, gets into.
0: How do you feel about Colin starting over McKenzie? I I only
1: so I saw it as kind of a typical current move because mm. Colin is the uh, the left sided back and, and mm-hmm. McKenzie has traditionally been on the right side, so mm-hmm. he's kind of like the Elliot backup. That makes sense. Yeah, so I and I feel like Curtin's pretty uh pretty strict about that, so it, it kind of was a logical move. I didn't expect uh. McKenzie to get in over trusty, but yeah. Then, so then the other changes were, um, Carval came in for Aronson on the, the left side of the diamond
0: and then Vooden got his first start. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. I uh, do you think about his, uh, his performance. So Vooden starts and right away he started making a difference. was really excited. Uh, he started that first goal, put pressure on their right back, right? Who isn't a typical right back from what I was understanding. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just a little bit of pressure Vooten put on and won the ball on the sideline and played it across to Fabian. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I thought he... Sorry, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I thought I thought Vooten had a good game. I thought he could hold up play. Um, he looked pretty comfortable out there, confident. I feel like the players uh, were able to find his feet pretty well. Um, the, only, the only thing he was really missing was a good finish. Yeah, he didn't... So, he took maybe one shot. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. he, yeah, I feel I feel like he could have shot a little more, but he definitely was pretty, really influential. A lot of a lot of good pressing uh, moments and just uh, good distribution. He found out some or picked out some nice passes around in and around the box. So pretty solid start from him. Mm-hmm. I hope I uh, hope he keeps getting the starting and, and maybe next time he'll get a goal maybe against Houston.
0: Yeah, I think I think he'll get the start again next week. Um, game goes on. Every, I mean, we don't really need a, you guys all know what happened. We obviously won five one. Uh my my big takeaway from this game um was health. And so my my story of the game would be the union's improving health. Meaning we got guys coming back. Fabian's been healthy for a couple of weeks, so I felt like he was getting uh familiar playing with the midfield and, and I felt like they were really kind of gelling. Um and then the health with Montero obviously as a sub, but he's getting back right uh Seno's back. So the whole team, um, yeah, I mean, we got all of our strikers are healthy. Yeah, we're basically 100%.
1: Yeah. And Bezos might be coming back or might be the most uh, kind of questionable starter or eight, eight guy from the 18 that, that we uh, are still
0: missing. But that's basically it. Yeah, so it's a great time to be healthy. And then on the other side of the game, it was DC's health was getting worse. Before the game even started, uh, Russell Canals was announced that he's going to be out for a while with – um, it's like a collapse yung, yeah, claps yeah. lung. So hopefully he gets better. Yeah. And then that gave a chance for uh, under 20 player Chris Durkin to get in the game. But he got hurt pretty early on. Yeah. And so then they had to shift some guys around to which Moreno took over as the defensive midfielder. And then he was the guy who ended up getting the red card. Right.
1: So yeah, really tough game for or a really tough time for D.C. center defensive midfielders
0: and they're already short a couple guys just on other injuries and stuff. So like they're outside back on the right side was, I think, I think they, I think I just told it was a typically a Loudon player. Oh, right. So, so yeah, they were hurting and we were getting healthier and it was pretty evident with the way we played. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we,
1: we just came out firing. I think, uh, we definitely needed a, a, a kind of game like that. We needed to boost our performance, uh, just uh and it showed I feel like um we were just way more uh just sharp and aggressive with our pressing and our passing this whole game and uh regardless of the red card, I think we were just just way sharper and just way better team um i just and and it all really started with getting that early goal was a huge relief and especially after this last last week's performance just getting a goal and get taking a lead was i think just let everyone. Kind of take a breath and be like, okay, we we are still a good team, we
0: are able to compete in these games. And I would say if we if we got behind just based on our past couple of performances and us not being able to really break down a team, if we got behind against DC, just with how Ben Olson can like really muck up a game and really make it ugly, I feel like we would start getting those nerves again and, and it would not be a good situation for us going into it thinking, okay, now we're down a goal we have to break apart this team that um is bunkering plus we know their counterattack with Rooney, Ariola and Acosta is going to be something we got to watch out for the entire time so so yeah you're right king that early goal really kind of let us settle in and yeah and then like we even felt like we almost let them back
1: into with with missing the the pk after the red card uh-huh. after uh, it was like kind of a controversial red card but um then Chibuko missed the pk and after that like you kind of feel like all right well the home team, even though they're down a man, they get c- catch this break, maybe they'll get the momentum back and, and come back into this game. But they didn't, and we and DC didn't have the best game. They had a lot of kind of pretty easy turnovers that we capitalized on, and, and we were able to fight back, and we got a, the second goal in the first half, which I think was really crucial.
0: Yeah, right, right as they were about to score that goal, I turned to my buddy and I said, all right, man, because he was still complaining about the red card. <laughs> I was like, okay, what would you prefer to have what was it, 10 men but be down only 1-0 or 11, man, 11 men be down 2-0. But I couldn't even get the question out because that's when Fabian scored. I was like, oh, well, never mind. That goes my whole question, yeah. and he was pissed, and I was excited. Um, that was a great finish, the, the Harris to Wagner to Fabian. Yeah, a, and I, I feel clean like connection. we've found a lot of success with those
1: kind of uh, getting the ball to – just kind of like the, the touchline right inside the box and, and playing those short little uh, like pass back, cutback uh, mm-hmm. crosses. I feel like we've scored like, I don't know, like five goals off that, that exact play uh, the, just this season.
0: That's a, that's a, that's a very common scoring pattern in yeah. soccer and soccer. There's lots of different patterns that are going to get you goals. And that's, that's a really common one. Um, and I think that's one that having
1: Wagner on the field is crucial for, because I think he's the guy that's really able to, to find the right timing and,
0: uh, right spots to
1: go make that run and get
0: that ball. Mm-hmm. Also on that that play, if you look, when he's crossing the ball, something different than uh, kind of what we've called this out before is we've really struggled to get guys into the box. Mm-hmm. And when he had the ball ready to cross it, he had four or five guys in the box, two deep, two kind of, um, two like near the goal and two kind of deeper in the box crashing in. So he had options, which really hasn't been something. I feel like we've had so many times where, the union uh, wing back looks to cross the ball, and it's just one striker or two strikers. Maybe one's kind of a little more towards the six, and one's at the eighteen, but it's not enough guys to find success from the cross. And so, right. playing that end line ball, one takes a little more time to get a uh, product into the box, mm-hmm. and so it allows more midfielders such as Fabian to come in. Right, and and even to set that that play
1: up, I was, it was Bedoya had this incredible like cross field uh, cross or pass to, to Harris. Like I hit it on the dime and that just set up and just shifted the DC defense completely and, and just couldn't keep up with all our, our runners and, uh, and our, our pressure into the box. So it was a great, great, great way to finish the half. And then into the second half, we also got an early go going into the, in the second half.
0: Yeah. Before we go on though. Okay. Uh, so you mentioned, Bedoya's a crossfield pass to Harris and I was looking at all the, uh, Passing charts and everything from the m l s game recap stuff, and there were definitely some hot spots that you can just see that the ball was coming in and out a lot for the union a lot of successful passes coming into the middle um from Badoya and fabian harris they they had and that i mean i am not saying anything new that these guys are passing the ball up, but if you look at their passing charts, it's just a really thick like set of passes. So you can tell that there's been like overlap, like there's tons of passes coming into the middle, out to the other way, into the middle, out to the other way. So the ball was moving left and right. And it, it really, uh, I, I don't know, wore them down. It just spread them out. It didn't let us. Um, it let us just dictate where we wanted to play. Right. And I feel like it wasn't like us trying to force,
1: force ourselves into a certain area that, that just kind of was trying to find a weakness in, in DC's, defense it was more us creating that that kind of weakness creating those gaps and uh and then capitalizing capitalizing on that
0: Mm -hmm. um so yeah so then let's uh let's go into the second half yeah so the third goal was wait
1: who's the third goal there's so many goals i keep
0: i can't keep track um third goal was casper uh, that was right. our oh, Yeah, nice. dribbled into
1: the box and then laid it off to him.
0: Yeah, grip made a great what was a turn, great little move around the defender. Yeah, and then drew in a defender as he approached the box and laid it off to Casper. Who it was a very very Casper finish. Yes, this is the I, same I, finish that you were talking about last week that he didn't finish. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah, when he shot that, I was like. That's what Luke was talking about last week. That's the one he did not make last week. Right. And he did make it this week. And it's a perfect example of a team that's up goals versus a team that's chasing goals. Right. And and then go and back to Creval. I think he
1: had a very underrated great game. I think he was able to lock down a lot of the those holes that we did give up in uh in our defense in the in the previous game. And he was able just to have a very solid both ways kind of game and the kind of a, a game that you wanted to see from a a guy who's playing in that position. Cause I feel like we've seen Aaron playing that Aaronson playing that, uh, that left uh, shuttler and he has been playing a lot more tr- or trying to play a lot more offensively and didn't contribute as much defensively. And I feel like p- putting Craval in there was a, was a great decision by Karen because uh, Craval was able to just be, have a little more, um, uh, calm presence and uh just that, that uh more traditional box to box uh role in that uh in the game. And he and he just he played great. He was a, a great uh had a great performance. I I mean like pretty much everyone had a great performance in this game. It was a five one game, but uh I think he, he had a great great
0: start. Yeah, he definitely stuck out and he was a player who I think we we're all kinda of watching as kind of a surprise start, not someone who we've really talked about as I actually called it. It was like we were in the break. I called it. Uh, I was talking to you and, uh, Shut and up. Phil. And, and okay, I that, yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh, I was drinking too much at that point. <laughs> um, so yeah, Craval, very good game. Yeah, uh, Shabilko, a confident finish in a confident game. Um, and then after that, it felt like DC could have came back in this game. That then that's where it started. It was it get the, a the two nervous.
1: Areola chances that uh, if he buries one of them, it, it's it's a it's it's a even ball game basically. I know DC was still down a man, but down one goal in your home stadium that could have changed the whole entire game and Ariel should have finished especially that first one the little flick yeah it was a Mm -hmm. great touch and a great run and obviously a great ball by uh,
0: Rooney by Rooney goodness and yeah he got so lucky that he missed that and the second one uh, yeah because we were up 3-1 at that point right and Ariel had that flick yeah and then the second one it was uh it was a Acosta ball, ball
1: played to Acosta and then he be- got it out to Ariel and he was wide open and then Blake came way out trying to cut him down mm-hmm. and it wasn't didn't get there quick enough and Ariel was able to dribble past him and then just guide mm-hmm. it.
0: So we we got a lucky break there. now he did I I didn't I forgot to look at this but he was holding his calf after that. I, yeah, I, I don't know. He got subbed on, I mean he didn't come back on after that play right. so yeah, at I first th- I thought it was just like embarrassment for missing but maybe he really <laughs> did. I mean that's what I would do if I missed a shot like that. Yeah, fake an injury, fake an injury. Um, going back to guys like Rooney and Acosta, they were they were not non-existent, but almost yeah. as as non-existent as we could really assume that we could um, keep them. Sure, they had a couple moments of magic, like like Acosta's touch on the play where he played it to mm-hmm. I mean, that touch was. Incredible, yeah, and that's off of like a beautiful a ball that came like fifty yards away. He right just a soft brought foot. it down, yeah. yeah. And then Rooney, he was really limited in how many chances he created. He had one, yeah, one shot for, and it was the shot off
1: the the free kick, which I I just assumed that was gonna be buried. Mm-hmm. I like for like Rooney that close, I thought it was, like, that's like a guaranteed goal, but he he missed that one, and he didn't have any other chances, so that was a a good uh, good performance by our defense to shut him down and, and force him back because he kept. Falling back further and further into the field just to get get uh, a get some get some service.
0: Yeah, first half, and so just think about the first half. We were eleven on eleven for the first forty minutes. We outshot them fifteen to one in the first half. That's that's dominant. Yeah, and that's almost the entire time full sided eleven on eleven. Right. They got the red card in the fortieth minute. So then you expect stats to really start skewing towards our our way. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we were we were dominant. It wasn't like this game was decided because of the red card. It was decided because the union wanted it to be decided. Yeah. Yeah, we played better, and D.C. didn't play great, and uh, that's kind of what showed. Yeah, Marco picked up the fourth goal, and then uh, Fafa, Fafa had the last one in the 90th minute. On Marco's goal, Harris got the assist, and he's, he's done this a couple times this year. He lines up a long shot... And kind of like makes the defense think he's going to shoot. But then he spots someone in line with the defense or just behind the defense. And he'll fake the shot and put it right on their foot. Yeah. He's done this a couple times to the point where like Fafa has been victim to this. Where he's like in a great spot but was expecting the shot. And he just didn't expect Harris to pass him the ball. Um, But it's a real sneaky little play. Luckily, Marco was ready for it. I don't know if uh, Harris has told the team like, hey. I feel like
1: he's done it enough that players should be catching on and like know that it's a.
0: I would hope so, he should but be on your toes at least. But still, it's a it's such a sneaky little move. He lines them up because he can obviously hit hit the ball and. I mean, I'm rooting for him to take some more shots, but right? Yeah, he he's a tricky guy. Big big time vision, always seeing seeing a pass.
1: Yeah. Um, anyone else you want to? We'll we'll have a whole Bedoya segment at, at, in the second uh second.
0: Wha- what what what? what about uh, oh, it's yellow card. You got a yellow card in the thirty-first minute. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about that. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. We'll
1: I will talk. I'll, we're gonna save a whole segment for the the Bedoya topic. But then, but I do want to talk about some of his like on-field play because I felt like the one of the biggest uh, concerns about this game was the uh, the Ray Gaddis situation, and I feel like Bedoya.
0: So, by Ray Gaddis situation, being that Ray Gaddis was on the field. Okay. <laughs> yeah, is that, it was, yeah, it's a rough run of form the past yeah, couple of and, days, and weeks. Yeah, he's been our
1: uh, our weakest point, and the other teams have been exploiting that. But um, I feel like this game, we had a plan to accommodate for Ray, and I feel like uh, Bedoya was a great part of that because I feel like he stayed home and uh, kind of covered. Raise area uh, um, a lot of the game, and he wasn't too aggressive going forward. And he, and he, and he needed to get forward. Obviously, he scored the goal and it scored a great goal. And um, but I felt like he was his his role was kind of shifted back towards being a more uh, kind of conservative and uh, defensive uh, game.
0: So I'm going to agree and disagree just based on what I'm looking at. Okay, okay. So Luke's totally right. If you're looking at just looking at some of the actions from Badoya, he's definitely. Covering some behind uh, where Ray should be, um, and to add on to Luke's point of covering behind Ray, Jack has one five tackles on the right sideline. So meaning that he's had to he had to slide over to get behind Ray. So you're, they definitely had a plan in place to kind Ray. of help with Ray. The only thing I'm going to kind of disagree is with Bedoya. Um, his just looking at his passing and actions. He was up on the right wing kind of more than, more than Ray. So like on the left side, it's all Wagner. I mean, it's just the number 27 up and down that sideline with the other side. There's just not much production. I mean, and again, we know like Ray is not going to produce from on the offensive end. Right. And I think Bedoya also has to c- kind of cover, I, mean, well, I guess, more provide on the offensive end on the right side. And so it's kind of looking at his actions. It's like up on the outside of the right side of the box, and then back on the back defensive. So I mean, so
1: I feel like that is kind of making my point then, that like he was kind of providing kind of what Ray's role would have been, as if like Wagner was Wagner was playing the the whole left side. It was kind of Ray and Bedoya playing the whole right side.
0: Yeah, my my disagreement was just that he wasn't like set just defensively. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. He was, yeah, yeah, he was. Definitely offensive as well. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Taking both the right winger. I mean, he right center mid. I mean, Bedoya was everywhere in this game. On right. the, I mean, he just covered the entire right side. Um, it's nice of Ray to put on some boots and the jersey and get out there and perform um, g- goodly <laughs> enough, I guess. Yeah, I mean, actually, like, he was fine. Yeah, he, he was fine. I, I definitely yeah. was better than the last game. And he just, yeah, he,
1: he, uh, I don't know. Just kind of kept his position a little bit better. I, I and it was really just like DC was really struggling to get any uh, a, a lot of attack going, and um, so so Ray was serviceable.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a good. Like um, speaking of, so you also mentioned like the positioning. If you look at their actions, it seemed like the teams definitely started to gel. I mean, not, duh, we won five one. Yeah, they're gelling, right? Um, but just like you're watching this game and. Fabian's finding himself in better spots. His his passing chart wasn't far back towards midfield or behind our, in our own half trying to find the ball. He was up in the attack. That's where we wanted him. That's mm-hmm. where Jim specifically talked about trying to get him the action uh get him the ball more this week, and that's what they were able to do. But Doyle, like we said, was all over the right side. He didn't have to really do much more than what he's supposed to do. Harris, his actions pretty much all where he where we want him, kind of that back left. Uh, quadrant of the midfield Um, Wagner's everything is right where we want him so it's like the team really fell into their positions where you want them where Jim wants them to be getting the ball and stuff and so it definitely speaks to a team that is coming back getting healthy guys are in practice together all the time it's not we're not playing patchwork like we were doing for the past couple months or few weeks Uh, Mm -hmm. I I think it's we're, we're hitting their stride at the right time, and this is a good time to be getting healthy, and now we just got to stay healthy. Right. Um, so let's go to
1: maybe a topic that's maybe a little less positive. Who should be taking PKs? Because this has been becoming a problem. So I
0: assumed... I, I didn't expect Casper to take it until I watched him in the replay and realizing, duh, he's the guy who got fouled. Right. Yeah, he's been finishing well, so... yeah but I assumed it would, would have been like Marco or maybe I, I thought maybe um, Bedoya might, might take it. Yeah. But I, we need to find someone. Yeah. Who can somebody needs. No one, like
1: all the guys, like so there's now three guys who have taken it this year, right? Marco, Montero and Casper. And no one else has, I, I believe this year. Maybe. I, I,
0: yeah. It's just not
1: good. Yeah. yeah and was, all was, of them have missed at least yeah. one opportunity, one chance. So, I've I've always been an advocate of Harris taking those because I just feel like right. he has such a pinpoint accuracy that he could put them away and I think yeah Vooden he'd actually, be able to
0: find the perfect pass right Ex- off I, the PK. <laughs> I mean
1: basically that's what you're p- pass into the corner that's all you really need to do. I don't know it's you know the same but it's it's pretty much it. But I, I, for, I saw a stat yesterday or maybe today that um, Vun has a pretty decent uh, like he is another one PK I was taking Correctly. percentage in mm-hmm. in his career so I think he could be an option. But we need someone, man, because it's getting,
0: it's getting yeah. a little scary. Like, PK should be like, pretty automatic, yeah. and now it's like, oh, man. Especially down this, we've got nine games left, so we're looking at 810 minutes left of regular season soccer. We cannot afford to miss a PK right. in a game against And then,
1: I Atlanta mean, playoffs
0: or are all one-off, so right. that's, PKs could happen. A peak, yeah, a peak, let's say, you like know, shootouts could happen. Yeah, shootouts could happen, a, a PK in this game, if it's a playoff game, yeah, you missed that. You have to score that. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's it's game changer. So who who takes it? I think the next one. I think Fabian. Um, yeah, I think Fabian will. Mm. I think Fabian makes me the most nervous because he's missed multiple. Yeah, no, but maybe now he's been more formed. That's, he, uh, yeah, that's the only thing him. I'm thinking. He's he's pretty hot right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that Fabian. He's so hot right now. He is. Wooten, Wooten I think would also be. Yeah. I, uh, I'd say, yeah, I could see that. So
1: even if he doesn't, like, score a goal in the run of, in the run of play anytime I think something. that could be a, a yeah. good way to get his get onto the, onto the board. But, I feel
0: uh, like Jim's done that before, like, with CJ and Fafa. I feel like when they've kind of not been in form, right. they throw him a PK and hope that that kind of gets them going. Um, just think about Harris taking it. It would be ideal if he makes it, but if he misses... You know, it's going to take him like three minutes to get back into position. <laughs> so I think yeah, they, that's, that's true. <laughs> like, we still don't have that kind of time.
1: <laughs> but uh, I mean, he takes the free kicks outside the box when it's a left sided. It, it makes sense to have a lefty take it. Yeah, but kicks. he just puts it in the back
0: of the net. So he doesn't. Have yeah, to so you so shouldn't do that in was yeah, No, case. no. <laughs> <well>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's been a little bit of a theme I, I picked up on with post games for uh, opposing teams that we beat. So, I guess this is after the game. Uh, yes, yeah, talk. So I guess we're <laughs> yeah we're we we've, we've rambled enough about the game. Yeah, we, yeah. We went all over the place, but uh, yeah. If you have, any, you have any more questions about the game, just let us know. We'll we'll talk more about a game <laughs> that you've already seen. Um, but so so the Union are messing teams up. Okay, so we beat up on New England, and Luke, tell me what happened. Uh, Fredo got fired. All right. A couple weeks later, we beat up on Cincinnati. Whatever their coach was, got fired. I forget his name. Uh-huh. Now, last night, we beat up on Rooney. And now, today, what's happening? He might be leaving. Rooney's talks about leaving. <laughs> to become a coach. That's that's kind of re- different. Reverse. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Usually, we get coaches fired. Now, we're getting one promoted. promoted.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: huh. Well, that's, so, that's something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's something. But it still goes in line of a player leaving. Yeah. Or a key person leaving. Yeah. And so, just, just, I'm just saying this for all of our Houston Dynamo listeners out there. You might want to be worried. I know you've been kind of uh, slumping a little yeah. bit. Wilmer Cabrera could be on the hot seat. Yep coming to coming to Talon. I, I'd be worried. Yeah. You might be coachless next week. So, or maybe your best player might decide he's going to go coach Chelsea or something. Yeah, it could happen. It it probably will. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so just. Something it's an interesting. Yeah. Interesting development. Yeah. Where, I guess teams have really low expectations playing the Union. Yeah, and they're man. like, oh, we lost to the we Union 6-1. <laughs> Let's fire a coach. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Rooney says we lost to the Union 5-1. I'm going to go be a coach. I'm going else. to England. <laughs> <laughs> so granted, that would be next year. Rooney sounds like he's going to stick around for the rest of this year. And I, I don't want him to because playoffs are one off and. A player like that could really, okay. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They,
1: they, their team doesn't seem very. Uh, they yeah. need to be, need to figure out some stuff. Because like, yeah. Acosta seems pretty checked out. He doesn't seem as uh, as into it as last year. And I don't know. Ariola looked looked decent, but yeah, I don't know if like he like needs more support. Mm-hmm. So that team means some. They could be a little bit different. Seeing them uh, at home against town, they might they probably be a little more try to be a little more bunkering. And have a, probably a different lineup than uh, what we saw. Yeah, August twenty fourth,
0: DC does come. We'll we'll be there to some degree. Yeah. Um, but I would say I would say DC is a team I would love to see in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean we've had, we've had the number of, of this past I feel like couple couple of seasons we've been five straight MLS games we've beat them in. They yep. did beat us in the Open Cup, but yeah, that was weird. Technically, that was a weird that's game. a tie. That's a zero zero tie. Mm-hmm. Um. So, all right. Next segment, do you
1: you have union best, union worst? Yeah, I've got, I've got. Because it's it's gonna be tough to go with the worst this week. It's it's kind of a nice nice transition from last week. We trying to struggle to find a union best. Yeah, last week everyone was the worst. Yeah, this this week, week everyone's I'm, the best. Yeah, it's it's actually really tough to find a union worst in this week. But I'm gonna try to split some hairs and pick one.
0: Okay, cool. So, um, go first. Tell me who's your best. My best? Yeah.
1: All right, cool. I was hoping I'd get this one first. Yeah, Marco.
0: I'm picking Marco. Okay. I think he
1: he, he played a, a full game and played a complete game. Mm-hmm. He was influential. He did exactly what we wanted him to do, and he finished his chances. And he even and he set up a, a an, another goal. Like he set up a Bedoy. He's got his two goals. He he only played I, eighty. Oh, okay, whatever. But <laughs> he did he, <laughs> pretty close. I'm gonna argue with you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a fine argument. You you, you win that one. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he played a great game. I think he played the kind of game we wanted him to see.
0: And uh, hopefully he continues his form. All right. So, solid best. Solid best. Can't really complain there. He was uh, on the team of the week. Or was, no, player of the week what, a nominee for the oh, week. Yeah. But I got to go with the player of the week there winner. You there you go. There you go. Mr. Alejandro Bedoya. I mean, just looking at his actions. And, I mean, he scored the goal. Um, made his statement and then yeah I mean he just he was just all over the place he he played like a man possessed he was he was on fire he that that's that's the captain that you know we want to see week in week out I mean obviously you want your player to score and stuff but that was yeah he, that was a real man's performance and he yeah. put that team on his back and got him going and yeah I'm not gonna argue that he was awesome yeah all right, hashtag be- vote Badoya. It worked. Bedoya, it worked. The people spoke. Um, do you have a union worst? Um, so my initial union worst was going to be Casper because, and it, and it's tough because he he drew a PK, and so that's really good. And obviously, he scored scored a goal. Classic Casper finish. Very good. But the missing of the PK just kind of set me as like, uh, we're lucky that we didn't go the, like down a hole after yeah. that. Like that yeah. DC didn't come down and score a goal. and Now this game's tied 1-1. He could have really hurt us by missing that PK. So splitting hairs. I'm choosing a guy who drew a PK and scored a goal, but I'm going to call him my union worst for the week. Yeah. Dang it. That was my choice. Okay. Cause
1: I think I also... Like other than the PK He could have scored Like two like, At least it. two mm-hmm. other goals he had, he had a lot of chances That yeah. he, he missed um, So just that, that one With the Fabian Like had that perfect chip Into him He was like mm-hmm. running to the box And and he kind of Just didn't get a good Clean hit yeah. And he had yep. a couple of Plays like that He just didn't get a clean Clean shot mm-hmm. But and he even he Even like I think there, I saw a quote uh, after the game that he, he was pretty disappointed about, about his performance, even though he scored. Interesting. And he got his 10th goal of the year. He, and and he said that he, he was happy that the team played great, and he, and he spoke highly of the team, but he just was fr- fresh, frustrated with his own performance because he thought he could score, like, four goals in that yeah, game. That's a, and that's kind of what you want to see. You want to
0: see right. a, a striker mm-hmm. who scores and is still hungry, so that's pretty good. I will say he, he's exceeded my expectations. Yeah. A few weeks back I said, I think he was sitting on, like, only four goals at this point, and I or maybe... Uh, Whatever, whatever point it was, I was saying. I think we've seen the max from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't think we'd keep seeing a good run of form, but he just keeps chugging along. And yeah. I mean, he's, he's working he, hard. He doesn't get uh, he doesn't get subbed out either. Like that's true. Yeah. He's he's in favor with Jim. He's a really interesting player because
1: he's he doesn't really look super athletic. He's very deceiving because you kind of like see like like Vutin is a very typical like hold up striker, able to like. Bo- like keep a keep a body between the ball and the player and like kinda take the ball and, and, and make plays and, and is kind of a similar player but he also isn't as he doesn't play the same way Vooten does and it's kinda I I can't mm-hmm. explain why exactly but it's he's such a deceiving player and he just pops up in the right position and gets in the right spots and, and has it just finishes the ball really well and 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 still can finish it better apparently. Right. But uh, yeah he's he's been He's been good But he is I, I do agree that he was Probably the union worst For the, for this game
0: Yeah I, th- I thought you might just take These around and go Got so us uh, Yeah, yeah. You've been I was almost going to say Blake Just because
1: Some of his distribution Wasn't as good mm-hmm. But also his His distribution To That Was a kind of a turnover Turned into our first goal oh, He played yeah. it to Donovan Pines Who Just pressured And took the ball from him And that was <laughs> our, our first goal So It kind of worked out yeah, But yeah, gonna, I think Blake's I, I don't know yeah, that was. you
0: would have a pretty I, easy I, night, other.
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of trying to find someone else that could.
0: Because we gotta kinda, say that someone's bad. Yeah, that's, that's how it was. Just, the rules of the game.
1: Yeah, it's Negadelfia, man.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed our breakdown of uh, the win. After the break, we're going to talk about the Bedoya uh, statement, being a, a superhero. Um, talk about some of the top games from this year. Uh, maybe a sleepover party. And and then a Houston preview, Houston preview. So enjoy this, and we'll see you after the break. Hey guys, Stupid Brothers back here. Uh, broke down the DC United game, and now me and Luke are going to talk about our captain Alejandro Bedoya. Yeah. So obviously, I'm, everyone who's listening to this set
1: has seen what he how how he celebrated his first goal. But uh, we, I feel like we needed to make it a whole segment, or at least its own segment, rather than. Throwing it into the game breakdown, but uh, after he scored his first goal in the third minute, he found an open mic on the field and uh, made a statement to Congress to uh, do something and and work to end uh, this gun violence that's been a crazy, terrible problem that we've been dealing with in in this country. And Bedoya just spoke as a just a, an American, as a as a human, that he is tired of this and he's, and he's tired of being this afraid for his children, afraid for his family, that this is something we have to deal with this whole, this every day of, of being living in this country. And I think it, it was kind of amazing that he did this. He had the composure to find an open mic and do this in the middle of a game after he just scored. And it, and just kind of this, this celebration just blew up and it was, it became this whole, I don't know, it got all these ESPN news alerts about uh the celebration because we didn't really we didn't obviously we were at the game so we didn't know it happened until afterwards. But it was just a, an incredible moment and made us feel so proud to be Union fans, Bedoya fans and and it was just an incredible moment. It was just a uh, probably the moment of the of the season so far for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh couldn't have been a cooler guy to do. It. I mean, obviously our captain, um, guy leading our team and then After the game, he's being backed up by Jim Curtin and the numerous players around the league, um, other sports, all kind of giving him, um, I don't know, just getting behind him and supporting him. MLS came out today, said he's not going to be fined or get any trouble for it. Right? They they totally understand and and there is a the the vote for player of the of the week was Fabian was nominated
1: from the MLS. But, uh, the fans spoke, and the media spoke that uh Badoy was the was the rightful winner of that that award and it was it was great and and i he i mean i was obviously also had a, a great performance on the field, but that statement was just a incredible moment, and it felt just, like i said, it
0: just felt it was really genuine yeah real and, and that and that's who he
1: is. he's been a very vocal, outspoken person, but also very intelligent person just is how how he speaks about the things that he believes in and it's it's a great thing to have a great great captain great leader and and his his point was you know everyone should be behind that point and everything everyone should be behind what he's saying
0: yeah i loved his point with it's it's not a political thing it's yeah. it's a human thing it's- right and that's and that's yeah he said that again he's like i'm not
1: an athlete i'm a i'm a human first mm-hmm. or he is an athlete but he's a human first and that's that's that was just great and uh we're just uh, so thankful to have him as our captain, and uh, yeah, it was just uh, something that we we felt like we should touch on be you know.
0: Yeah, take a lot of pride in this, and and someday we're gonna be we're gonna miss him. Someday he's not gonna be our captain; he's right. gonna move on from soccer, and yeah. uh, I'm sure he'll be active in whatever he's doing. But yeah, he's gonna leave some big shoes to fill because sure. he is really he's really carrying the torch as well as anyone's done it in in our club history, and he's got a whole everyone in the team behind him. Um, the league, like, I mean, everyone, everyone was just like, just got behind this us. Was and awesome. I, yeah. And he, yeah, it, it was just incredible. And
1: yeah, it, there's, I, I can't think of, I know we've had like Latu was a, a, a great union teammate and leader and, and great captain. And I think Badoy is like following, becoming the next, I don't know, union legend for us. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's kind of at, at that point yet? Do you think he's at like the two
0: ring of honor kind of status? I, I think he's getting. There. I th- I do think so. I think he's been a captain for a couple of years. I think just the way he always brings so much passion. Um, just just thinking of earlier in the year when he scored that goal against Dallas to win it, right? And just like oh, the amount great. of passion, you can just see it. Yeah, and even his, every, everything he does, the, the the celebrations, the way he plays, real real hard nosed kind of guy. Um, sometimes not going to be very noticed. Be just because of the position he plays and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's, I, I think he's in that, that territory of the two and ring of honor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think like, even like when we're, we're not playing great and we're, we're kind of struggling, he, he takes that seriously and he, and he gets frustrated and he, I think he's, he's able to rally his teammates and rally the team because, and just and able to voice his frustration in a way to rally the team and, and understand that, like knows, and know that we're, he's better than this, the team's better than this and he can, kind of dig him out and and it's been it's showed uh the time after time with with his
0: time with his team it's been it's been really great to see yeah maybe we'll put up a poll or something asking people is if he's if he's uh ring of honor yeah i feel like territory. maybe there's definitely going to be some recency bias that like he'll definitely yeah it's be uh you know in that in that category but uh yeah kind of just thinking back on a uh, previous conversation we had maybe just last week actually um, I had actually mentioned, and this is gonna be dumb, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, this guy AJ is the dumbest." We're never listening to this podcast again. But please do. Um, <laughs> last week I had mentioned, should we? Oh yeah. Change the armband. Should we do something? To switch it up. I want to put on the record that I did disagree with that. You did. <laughs> you did. But my reasoning, just because we were slumping and we were looking for changes, right? So. And it wasn't against
1: Ali. It was no, just no. Tr- like just change things up, and mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I rightfully talked you down and, and said that was a dumb
0: idea, but yeah, I, I'm allowed to make dumb ideas, and and <laughs> that's kind this, of that. that what, you, what would he expect from this? <laughs> that, but yeah, that might have been one of the top dumb ones. <laughs> so thanks for proving me wrong. Good, um, yeah, he, he's phenomenal. So that, I guess that shows he's a listener. He heard that, and he yeah, that's <laughs> impressive. Well, that's impressive.
1: All right, so. This game was insane.
0: This game we've was. We've been insane. on a high
1: ever since, and we're just we're just a day removed. But uh, we want to see or talk about whether or not we think this
0: is so. Well, let me just. Say, this okay. season's kind of given us some really good Union games. Like, and obviously, right. you're sitting in first place in August. You're not gonna. I mean, you're gonna have good games, but beyond just good games, like exciting, memorable moments, not just hey, we won 2 nothing against you know, what, Cincinnati. Hey, we beat yep. Montreal 3-0. Um, but just like there have been a few moments this year that have just really stuck out. Yeah, I uh, feel like,
1: yeah, like previous years, it's been we beat the teams we're supposed to beat, we lost the teams we're supposed to lose mm-hmm. to. And that, that kind of just panned out that way. And that was kind of, I don't know, kind of boring. And nothing really stood out as much as we do. We have uh, games showing up this year.
0: Yeah, so i was just kind of like racking my brain and I came up with. Looks like five. Feel free to add in, but I just want to kind of go through um, what I think are the top, I guess right now, top five games from the year. Uh, I might have missed something. There's a chance. But I think one that kind of an underrated great game for us was that Atlanta game early in the year, the 1-1 tie. Yeah, that was pretty
1: great just because, mainly because of Aronson and Mm -hmm. that goal and just doing that in that. Insane environment and having it be his, it was his first start and just any, any his all around game. That, that was a, that was pretty awesome to say. That was a great, a great game.
0: But, yeah. And that kind of started our seat. Like we had lost our first two games. Right, right. We yeah. 3 1, 2 0. Yeah. And so now we're going to Atlanta thinking, oh crap. Okay. Now we're going to start our season with three straight losses. And then lo and behold, we get a tie, 1 1. And it's this 18 year old kid who came in and scored the goal. And it's like, Okay, this kid can play. Yeah, and we could, we could do something this year. We we might have Figure a team. Us out. And after that, we we won against Columbus. We beat Cincinnati. We beat Dallas. So then, I mean, that turned us around. So we we won three straight after that. So that was a game yeah. that kind of stuck out. And then right there, you just said the Dallas game was another one that. Uh,
1: so that was, that was a two-one game. That was two-one,
0: mm-hmm. and that was the. Uh, that was a fate. There, the Bedoya goal that was like in the eighty seventh minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we were down one zero, and then thinking, okay, let's we tied it up. Okay, well, cool. At least we got one one tie. Right, kind of stinks it was at home, but uh, we'll take a tie better than a loss. And then Bedoya gets his goal, and one the uh, it's just a celebration. I, I can't, I, f- I can't forget. And I feel like that was the start of
1: uh, us understanding that Olseni is on like kind of a different level this mm-hmm. year, and he was at it could be that incredible super sub that we could rely on and, and have some in, insane moves coming off the bench and, uh, bring that offensive spark. Yeah. And I feel like that was, I, to my memory, that was like the first game where we like understood that that was a, a big threat to have mm-hmm. a big weapon.
0: We had, um, just going down. Then we had some, say loss against LA, that Montreal win, Vancouver tie Cincinnati win another big one. I I didn't have this on my list, but now I'm going through everything. So I'm just doing, it. uh, Six one against New England. Yeah, I was gonna add that to your list. Okay, yeah. just yeah, that was just a, it was a weird game because it was
1: it was one one at half and then at five, five goals in the second half that were, that were really, really fun to watch. So was probably one of the more fun halves to watch that we've ever
0: seen. Right, a five goal half and again something pretty new pretty like yeah and that was like Santos got two goals and that's uh, that's a weird thing yeah <laughs> yeah he's kind of,
1: we kind of forgot about him but that was uh, he was a player that we thought was going to become a a top striker for us
0: and and he hasn't but uh we've been figuring it out regardless. An- another one which i away at Toronto we won 2-1 yeah that was next a, week
1: that was less like an exciting like memorable performance but just like a good
0: solid performance yeah. that kind of showed like Okay, this we're, team is legit this we're year. We're legit, yeah. yeah. But then we had a little run of not greatness, tied Seattle at home, um, Portland loss at home, tied Colorado at home, and that brings us to the next one. This one was, for us as the Duper Brothers, oh. the Minnesota game. Yeah, that I mean, definitely some
1: personal bias because we were there, but that was an incredible game. Yeah, Just that the, was the atmosphere and the... The back and forthness of that game was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, like us just fending off shot after shot. It was a, like kind of a defensive memory, like just the team doing everything. Yeah. Being that the last just, game. or Just gritting, gr- gritting our teeth and getting through
1: that and, and finishing off our chances. And, and the trusty goal, we just
0: f- freaked out. It was, it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And that was after a run of kind of like crappy performances. So yeah. not expecting much. And then, holy crap, look at our team. They're fighting. They're clawing. They're doing everything to stay in this game. Yeah. And then we pulled out a win, the first to win at that stadium by the away team. So, yeah. And Minnesota's in second in the West right now. Like, right. They're, that's they're a, a, that's a huge win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the week after that is the Red Bull game. Oh, yeah. And I think, to me, that's the number one mm-hmm. best game of the year. The Just, 3-2, El Seno beating. It was insane.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, 'cause that we yeah, we went down two o and uh
0: Storm We just didn't
1: think I didn't think we were gonna get a point out of that game and then mm-hmm. El Elsinio was pure magic and that was that was insane. But I, I
0: wanna say this this D C this D C game is second. Yeah, I was gonna say i just looking through the rest of the games. Um I mean that's Nothing to it. I mean, there's just nothing. Exciting. Yeah, I mean, because
1: after the break we had a kind of rough, uh, yeah. rough stretch. So this a is definitely, a couple boring ties, and, and this game could be that. Uh, you know, momentum swing back into the the
0: positive, go in the right direction. Yeah, where we mm-hmm. were before uh, before the break. Yeah. So next up we have. So look at our next few games, we got Houston this weekend at Talon, but then we're away to Chicago, then DC comes home, Atlanta's home. LAFC's home. So, that, yeah, that stretch is going to be pretty huge. Yeah, if I if I continue it's not any better. Away at Red Bull, away at San Jose. That's that's too, far, at that's Columbus, too far in the future, man. <laughs> and then the last game of the season home yep. NYCFC. But anyway, so yeah, like you said this um most recent game on Sunday, the win, 5-1 win, that could swing us in a good direction, especially trying to get a home home win this weekend. Chicago on the roads a winnable one and then hosting DC. That's potential three. I, I think we should get nine points there. Yeah, and so that'd be twelve points from four games. Uh, so I, I want to give
1: you another question. Okay. So do you think? Go. I'm going. I'm going. Has there ever been a better time to be a Union fan than right now? Just because, like, like at this specific moment, we're first in the in the in the East. We. Our captain made this incredible statement and we had this incredible game in, against a, a rival. Uh, we're getting a lot of coverage from all this. We're, we're feeling good. Our team's pretty much back to full health. We have a, a new striker who's could be a, a real big threat for this end of the stretch. Our number 10 is clicking. He's getting a lot of goals. You got high quality people putting out podcasts like, left and right. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I, and we just have this, this this really complete team that we. Mm-hmm. I feel like we never had before. We have this we're in first. We have uh, like our fans are really getting behind this team. We're really like, this we have a lot of belief this year. Like, has I, I t- to my memory, like, has there ever been a better moment than this?
0: No, I don't. I, <laughs> no,
1: I don't. I don't know like, any other. Thing. I can only think of maybe the that 2011 team that that made to the, the the playoffs and they had a lot of the time at the top of the table. But um, to, like I, I didn't. I wasn't a follower of like, that closely because I was like in high school I was a stupid little kid right, I couldn't yeah. you know I wasn't as invested as I am right now but yeah yeah I just, feel like that mm-hmm. team was also like a that's probably like the the next best team to mm-hmm. to
0: right now maybe but um yeah I think this team also has a lot going for it like you said like a lot of kind of like fun pieces coming into right. it right like uh Mex- Mexican international mm-hmm. star um an American striker who kind of a big signing yeah we have tanner who's just like we we have a lot of belief in and Mm -hmm. he's and
1: he's made a lot of great decisions we have and
0: not just great decisions but also kind of like unusual kind of risky like Uh like he's kind of like a guy who's kind of fun to be to have as ours yeah and and he's also like a very open yeah very Mm -hmm.
1: very communicative and and that's been a really really fun to have this year Yeah. yeah And, and we have like these, these homegrowns like we can go down the list with a bunch of things but yeah. like we have these homegrowns playing and and really
0: contributing to this team like it's it's been so great like and like weekly you can listen to podcasts about <laughs> the team I, I don't know it's my favorite part of the week <laughs> <laughs> oh man i had another point then you you, you got me cool man <laughs> uh, distracted me but uh speaking of the best time to be at the union there are right now the Union are Fang, awesome. fang. My other fang. <laughs> <laughs> you have Fang We have Fang And like <laughs> if you wanted to like Sleep at the stadium You might have a chance now Yeah The Union are going to host A sleepover Well kind of You have a chance to win A sleepover At, at a Talon And a converted suite And then you get A shopping spree yeah. And I'm sorry to anyone Who wants to win that Because I'm totally Going to win it we're, I'm going to Do the, whatever we can To win this Stuff the ballot box I'm <laughs> going to Pretend I'm I don't know not me, <laughs> I don't know, so yeah, it's a great time to be a Union fan. Uh, gosh,
1: the only, yeah, the only thing I could think of would be uh, last year the open before before the open cup final, so mm-hmm. I really believed we were yeah. gonna win that. And we had a we were we were, we were in a good form against Houston, who wasn't really in a great form, and uh, that came crashing, yeah, it really did, but like crashed hard. I just remember like. The day of how excited I felt mm-hmm. going to that game, like this could be the day we win a trophy, and I feel like the o- other Open Cup finals, maybe that was kind of like moments mm-hmm. where we could be moments. like at, in that kind mm-hmm. of high. But this season feels like it's a, a little different.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. Yeah, we've definitely had like really good moments, um, or like smaller chunks. But yeah, I think as a whole, this is this is the best. Yeah, best it's felt, best it's been, most fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's great. We're sitting at the top of the East right now. Goal differentials, obviously, just got a nice bump up. Yeah, we're we're getting back into the almost a more favorable double. position there. Yeah, almost double digits. We got to talk about goal differential, of course. Oh um, man, it's, it's what the people. It's want. all we're, we need to talk about. Uh, third in in the East and goal differential, just for those um, keeping track. And you might be thinking, well, okay, that doesn't really mean anything. What well, about points per game. Guess what? We're first in points per game in the East. So but. One one hundredth of a point. Yeah, take that NYCFC, <laughs> crushing it, crushing it. Um, and then, I mean, supporter shield standings were second place. Yeah, between behind LAFC, ten points behind. Their goal differential is thirty-eight, and so. they still have two games in hand of us. If if we're <laughs> going to factor in that <laughs> they're <laughs> ten <laughs> points ahead and two games in hand, that's so pretty wild. I don't. I think I that's might, gonna. I might concede. I'm, if I'm the union, I might think, okay, let's. Let's, maybe not worry about supporters let's shield. not worry about that yeah. this year let's worry about winning that East getting yeah. that first round by and then hosting a playoff game right Um, if the playoffs started today I, I like looking at this as a fun we, we'd obviously get the first round by and then we'd play the winner of DC and NYCFC that could be tough that could be tough so granted be home so uh, obviously we want to host NYCFC if we're yeah. playing them and DC I don't care where we play them. You can play them in my backyard. We could play them in Maryland Sports Complex, and we might win. Yeah. Let's, yeah. So, I, I do like the uh, them. Um, so, then after we beat them, we're in the conference finals. That begins probably, I guess, Atlanta. Atlanta. And we'd be hosting that one as well. So, Labor Day weekend, we will get a little preview of the Eastern Con- Conference Final. That's true. Atlanta will be That's there. That's true. That's coming up. Yeah, we gotta try to figure
1: out if uh, we can get up to that yeah. one. Yeah, we planned a beach weekend, accidentally, or maybe not accidentally, but we didn't realize that was a that game was so a home make, game. Might so. make
0: a beer run
1: into Chester. Into Chester from the beach. Oh well. Um. So let's. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before the Houston preview? Oh, we, still,
0: we still got a preview of the Houston game. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's do that. Okay. So Houston Dynamo. Um. Enjoy your last game with your coach because after this one, they're gonna fire your coach and it's a tough break. A tough, tough break. break. I like what you said here. Say it. What? I'll say it. Oh, <laughs> o- Open Cup revenge game. I like that. <laughs> yeah, let's get revenge on that. I mean, that's it's got to be a lot of a lot of guys who are in that game. I mean, Trusty. He. I mean, I don't know if. Oh get, man. I mean, he he's got to have some. He, he's the biggest chip on his shoulder yeah. for that game.
1: Yeah. That's that was tough. But I, after after this performance, I don't. It's going to be tough to see if him or Colin. Yeah, because Colin. I mean. Colin looked great. Yeah. He, why wouldn't you take
0: him, or why would you take him out of this lineup? Um, but because of the speed of Houston's strikers. That's, true. I, that's think, true. I think trusty might match up better with, that's a with fair point. the FLS. System. Or could you go Colin McKenzie? So McKenzie is
1: probably the fastest of our center backs.
0: Yeah, see, I think Jack's under, I think he's like secretly fast. I think he's just got such a long stride yeah. that he catches up to guys when I, I don't think he will. Um yeah, I, I think I think Elliot, but trusty. I think McKenzie
1: would be able to c- cover Colin well enough. But that, I guess that's an aside. We don't—that's mm-hmm. not really a lineup we're going to see. Yeah, Probably.
0: Colin was a perfect guy to match up against. Uh, uh, he just kind of pushed Rooney back. Rooney, yeah, he—he yeah. he, he, he was a bit of a—I don't know, maybe not a bully is the best
1: word to say, but he—he he was aggressive enough and he stepped up enough to mm-hmm. just keep pushing Rooney back and, and just limited all his threats. So it was pretty great.
0: I was—I was also thinking, like, how cool is it for Jack Elliott? He's a English dude, and he's he's defending Wayne Rooney at yeah, this point. Yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty cool. He shot him out, man. Yeah, pretty cool experience for him. Um, see, so yeah, we got the Houston review, uh, yeah. Revenge Game, Open Cup Revenge Game. I know a handful of you guys went down there to Houston. Yeah. A lot of uh, bad taste in our mouth after that one. Yeah, so. And hopefully we
1: can just beat them up. Beat them up. Back in, t- in Talon. So, who's, who's your
0: starting midfield then? If, if uh, if, I think... I mean, if the back four is going to be ch- kind of back to the regular back four. Right. Blake's still in. So, yeah, Harris, Bedoya probably gets the start. We'll <laughs> let him. <laughs> Fabian probably gets a start. Probably. Okay. So, uh, I think, I think Monterrey should be good yeah, enough to go. That's
1: what, that's like, what I was going to say. I think, because like if he was at, I currently said he could go max 45 this past game. I think in a week he could go at least max 60. So, that's, mm-hmm. that's you know, enough to start. So I think he he should definitely be ready to go to uh, to start that game. And Man. I think I mean I don't if he's not though. Like Craval played a great game. Mm-hmm. I think he he'd be. He'd do you
0: do you go with Craval at home? I think so. I offensive? think just
1: the way he played, like mm-hmm. he played a, he played a great game. But like and not just like he's I know he's a defensive midfielder, but he had a, a lot of offensive uh, contribution. So I I think he definitely merits a, a start after that performance. And and it also goes to say like I don't know if. Like I think it's fine having Aaronson and maybe and even Fontana like go on the bench for a bit, just uh I don't know, kinda of reset and uh and give these veterans a chance. Um but I, I think Montero is uh like the ideal starting uh midfielder there. And then the strikers, who do you think are gonna be the strikers?
0: Um, so before we move on to that, just I just wanna think like so our midfield is so I was and I was watching the other night, thinking this. You got so stacked. Okay, we got Harris, Bedoya, Fabian, and Montero. Like that is that's that's a that's I that's got to be one of the that's I, yeah top if two three midfield midfielders
1: if not the top.
0: Right. Yeah. i, I would just quickly off the top of my head, can't think of a midfield that's going to um, beat that four. But I mean, I, I would I would just default to LAFC, but I don't think they're yeah, they're just so striker heavy. That's what I was thinking. I don't even know
1: if they would. Yeah, I feel like they play more of like a three man midfielder. And I feel yeah. like I don't know why that like factors into it differently.
0: Yeah, because our four would outman their three. That's
1: that's yeah. Numbers numbers,
0: numbers wise. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Um I hear Miami's got a really good midfield, but it's <laughs> all MLS soccer wants to talk dot com wants to talk about. <laughs> so bitter about that. I am bitter. MLS. <laughs> I don't care about Miami. I, I want the union to be front page. Not anyway. So Houston's coming. Uh, they just lost one zero to Chicago. If that says anything about how they're yeah. playing, and that right was now. like I think that was in Houston. So that's that's a rough Oof. result. Ouch. Yeah, they
1: kind of been slipping. They've they had a great start to the season. Uh, they looked like they were like gonna be a top team in the West at least, and uh, they kind of they dipped. Um, but they still have a lot of like threatening players, like Minotis, Elise, and uh, Kyoto are, are just dangerous players, and and guys that i'm afraid of because they could they could you know turn the game around uh, no matter how they're playing
0: they got tommy mcnamara oh yeah and they
1: uh, Tom, uh shoot
0: did not Thomas do a lot of martinez
1: r- yeah that's the guy i was thinking of yeah, yeah, i'm he, just i'm just on there no yeah he, yeah. He's, he seems to be having a great game and
0: you got i mean demarcus beasley yeah he, demarcus beasley did guy, you see the, the he scored a goal
1: oh that you're talking about oh no i was thinking the the it was a highlight of from the chicago game it was like CJ and like everyone on Chicago were like at the goal line and couldn't get it past the line. And Demarcus Beasley oh, really? was the guy who like stopped from <laughs> and it was hilarious. And I don't know, I don't know how they, he kept it off the out of the goal. But uh, it's Demarcus Beasley; he can do what
0: he wants. And I was didn't think get this guy James Harden? <laughs> 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 oh my god! Bearded fella. Oh man! Podcast over. <laughs> So, no, hey, that, is, that is cool. That was a cool. Yeah, James Harden. Yeah. Maybe he'll come to Philly. I don't know what his relationship is with like some of the Philly basketball players, but yeah. that'd be cool. Um so strikers, let's move up to strikers. Where are we yeah, so we talked about midfield, strikers. we yeah, talked about strikers. how good they are. Um and then so strikers, I say you start I, I say you keep the same two starting. Yeah. I think I think Casper and Vooten. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bringing Fafa off the bench. Bringing Olseni off the bench. Bringing I don't know Craval Provol- Revol- off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's a, that's a solid
1: starting lineup. I think Voon definitely has had a good enough performance to warrant uh, more of a more playing time and 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 this start against Houston
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I, I think he's gonna
0: and he, home, he has all the potential him, to be a, a great yeah.
1: striker and and I think he will definitely get hopefully he'll get more more chances on goal in uh, this next game but he, his, yeah. his pressing uh abilities alone ha- merit to uh, be a starter
0: definitely so predictions uh last week i think i got the five yeah i got the 5-1 you <laughs> did you yeah, got re- it nice man um I'm not going to check that but i don't know I Yeah, i think i deleted it from our, yeah, our document here all right so you're you're first what's your prediction uh i'm going to say
1: 3-1 we're going to win
0: okay 3-1 yep oops Alright, and do you do you want to tell me your goals or you want me to tell you mine first? Um
1: I can tell you mine if you want. Okay, cool. So I think Foon's gonna get it, get on the board. Okay. I think uh, I think Fabian's gonna get get a goal too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and I think Harris is gonna score. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: A little different there.
1: hmm
0: I'm going to go with Oh, is that is that the exact opposite what was the open cup game last year? Was that a three one win for Houston? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Or is, is it? Or was it three zero? I thought we scored. Four. I know they. I know they put through. Anyway, um, I have the Union winning two nothing. I think they're gonna win two nothing. I think it's gonna be a wooten brace. I think he's gonna get on both. So I think I always Oof. call that someone's gonna score. Yeah, twice. He, You love the the brace call. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it, yeah, I think it's always gonna happen. Um, <laughs> I did a Fabian on my fantasy team this past week, so that was good. It was three zero. We did not score in that game. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so all right. So. I'll yeah, go. speaking of fantasy, I had Vooten on my my team, so that was the one. Oh, the one guy <laughs> who did score. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, yeah that's nice. bad choice, but yeah, you know, um, that works. Cool. So Luke's got a three-one win. I've got a two-zero win. Uh, hopefully get out to Talon on Sun. It's a Sunday game. I won't be there. I've got my first day of school. I'm a teacher. Not. I'm not. I'm not attending school. I'll be. I'll be attending, but <laughs> as be, as, as the adult in the room. Yeah. Um. So my first day is on Monday. So. That's what we're doing in Virginia. We're starting school. Way early. August 12th this year. That's exciting.
1: Yeah. But, uh, I'll be there. I think uh, me and Dupie Dad will uh, be there rooting for, for, you, for Root, the for Rooting the for, rooting for, Wooten. rooting for, oh, that's good. Uh,
0: that's something there. Rooting, tooting, vooting. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's something there. Uh, Sons of Ben. Uh, I know you're listening. Oh, okay. Uh, on that note. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Give your... Yeah. yeah. So
1: I sat... And yeah. They, you give your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the DC game. I sat next... Or uh, like a two sections. They were from the the away supporter section. So the sons of Ben and Keys And they were really great uh, last night. And I, I want to give a sp- shout out to... Kisanotra's were... I think I felt... Uh, they were very loud. And I, and I, I haven't had the chance to hear... Hear them as as well as uh, you said. You sat close to them mm-hmm. in, in one of the home games, and I and I haven't been able to hear them as well because we're kind of really on the other side where our season tickets are. But I, I was I think it was great to hear them, and they're kind of and they're definitely working together. Them and Sons of Ben, so it was really cool to see that they're kind of just all like unified, rooting rooting for a uh, for our team, and they are loud. Had, had some nice nice songs at the end, having some fun with the at DC's expense a bit, but you know all in all in good fun, nothing you know bad or whatever. But it was, it was fun, and they, I just I just want to give a shout out to them because they're they're loud all game, and uh, it was it was fun to hear them.
0: Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Did we did we talk about the trophy guys? Oh yeah, oh we met the trophy guys. Yeah, we met the trophy guys, and now I feel bad because if they listened to this podcast for the first time, because they said they were going to, they probably stopped by now. <laughs> but anyway, if you're still listening, it's great meeting you guys. So if, you're, um, it, if so you, if you think of context, uh, it's the the two guys that sit right next to the away bench and any time there's a foul or uh the away team falls over or something they yeah. hold up the Oscar for great acting job. Yeah, the two twin brothers the uh, stand up right right on the field there. Can't miss them there every every game. And it, it was cool seeing the reaction to the players coming out and seeing them because they they were they're like little celebrities. Yeah, everyone knew them. Like Joe Bendick knew him, knew them as He, he hated them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. He hated them until now. <laughs> But, yeah, it was cool to see them. Uh, so, thanks for listening to those two. They they said they, they got some stickers. They were excited to uh, yeah. drink some New wine fans and listen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Also, shout to to... Uh, I was sitting mostly in D.C. land, but I had a couple of Union fans behind me, gave them some stickers, a uh, yes. nice dad and son, and so we were high-fiving a whole lot. Um, yes. And there's another shout-out to Phil to Moore. Good, it's good to meet you. Yeah. It was a fun little video we did with them, and
1: uh, hopefully we can... Meet up some more and, uh, yeah, just, and in general, just meet more Union fans. I think that's one of the, the biggest, uh, reasons we started doing this this podcast is just like connect more with Union fans. And it's been really fun to progress in doing that. So it's been, it's been
0: great. And if you haven't had a chance to read Phil's, uh, story about this game, it's, it's, it's very oh, yeah. good. Yeah, he, that was a great it article up on a brotherly game about just Bedoy and everything that it meant last night. So thanks for listening. I think, uh, I, th- I think the Union, it's good. good time to be a Union fan, good as time. we talked about. Good times. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, get out there to the uh, game against Houston. Go Union. See you next week. Bye. Bye.